alcohol had a profound effect upon my family. Uh, my brothers, my three oldest brothers, they were deep into alcohol, and it just ruined their lives. Uh, my second brother, uh, he lost his life over alcohol. Welcome, my friends, to The Storyteller, where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. On today's program, we'll hear more from Sac and Fox elder Ralph Hamblin as he shares very clearly his understanding of why we need a Savior. And so I went to Roland Bester Camp and down there at Falls Creek, in uh, 1949, I remember sitting on a bed, and my pastor Gabe Paxton was sitting there talking to me, and he began to tell me about Jesus Christ. And I realized at that point that I was lost, that I needed a Savior. I needed somebody that could intercede for me. And uh, as I listened to him, and he took the Bible, and he showed me the scriptures, uh, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And he told me, he said, Ralph, he said, that's you. He said, that whosoever was you. And he, that Jesus died on that cross for you. And I accepted Jesus at that time on, right there on that bed. When we're brought into this world, we are sinners and we need a savior. In order to go to heaven, you have to be totally clean. You have to be pure. And no, no, none of us can do that. The, God requires that you be pure when you go into heaven. And we can't do that. But Jesus, when he died upon the cross, and he gave his life for you and I, he paid the price for our salvation by giving of his life. And the sacrifice had to be something totally pure. And Jesus was totally pure. There was no sin in him. And he had, he had never done anything wrong. And, but he was willing to die for our sins. And when he hung on that cross, he gave us eternal life. But then when they killed him, and they buried him in a, in a tomb, and on that third day, on our, which we celebrate Easter, Jesus came out of that grave. And when he did, he conquered death. Death no longer has a hold on man. That's the biggest thing that the devil has that he holds against us, is that someday we're going to die. And if you don't know Christ, you go where he is. You go to hell. We believe that God gave us a choice. See, we don't, we're not Christians because He made us. It's because we choose to be His child. And when we are His child, when we die, we go directly to Him. Well, when I got saved, and my pastor led me to the Lord, He told me then that one of the things God has asked us to do to show that we are truly a born-again believer in Jesus Christ is to be baptized. There's nothing saving in baptism. There 
It is an ordinance he's asked us to do. It's a, a message to the world that I have been born again and I'm going to show you by being baptized. And Jesus himself set the example for us as he went down into the river with John the Baptist and he was baptized. Um, and went down that river and you dip down in the water and you come out. And it's a, it's a symbolism showing that the old is gone. The old body went down into that water and then it comes out and it's a brand new start. A brand new person has been created. And it doesn't happen in the water. It happens in your heart. There was a revival at Oklahoma Avenue Baptist Church down the street from my house and me and my mom, we went to the revival and and I'm sitting at the pew and I leaned over and I told my mother, I said, I think I'm going to go down and tell the pastor uh, that I've been saved, but that I need to be baptized. So she said, do you want me to go with you? And I said, nope, I'm going by myself. And I was, that was 1950 and I went down, got baptized. But at that point, from that point on, I realized that I had somebody that was really looking after me. He was, I knew it was Jesus that was in my heart. And he kept me from a lot of hurt and pain because a lot of the little kids that I ran around with in grade school, many of them uh, became uh, convicts. Uh, Some of them, uh, one of them took his own life. It was just a sad, sad situation for for those kids because some of them just didn't have any hope. Uh, but the Lord, He intervened for me. He, he really did. And He brought me up. And one of the things He did was when I was 12 years old, He introduced me to Boy Scouts. And it was with the troop at the First Baptist Church. And, and I had a scoutmaster, and his name was Dr. Purdue. And um, he became my mentor. Uh, my dad, uh, he liked to play ball and things, but he didn't know anything about spiritual things. And uh, Dr. Purdue just took me under his wing, began to guide me. And uh 1958, I was the only Eagle Scout in the city of Shawnee. Alcohol had a profound effect upon my family. Uh, my brothers, my three oldest brothers, they were deep into alcohol, and it just ruined their lives. Uh, my second brother, uh, he lost his life over alcohol. When he got to drinking, he got very violent, and uh, but he liked women. But then when he got to drinking, well, he'd beat up on them. Well, one time he got a lady and then he started beating on her and she said well you hit me one more time I'm going to shoot you and she had a gun and he hit her again and she shot him but we kind of knew that's what was, what was going to happen because that alcohol was just driving him that way my, my oldest brother he kind of got off of alcohol but the damage had already been done at that point and he ended up dying with cancer in all of his lungs uh, my my third brother, he accepted Christ, and his life has totally, completely changed. He was over the road truck driver. 
uh, but he lost trucks after truck because of alcohol. He would crash them, and then he'd end up in prison someplace, and he, he'd kind of disappear, and then I realized what was going on. Uh, he was ending up in prison someplace. And, but uh, I witnessed to him, I sent him a Bible, and um, he eventually accepted Christ. But all my dad's family, they all were alcoholics. My, my mom's brothers, they all drank a lot. And it was just devastating, the things that they did. Uh, my one uncle was just an outstanding artist. He could just draw, so made some beautiful pictures. But the alcohol just took that away. So I've seen what it does. And I think at an early age, I realized that it was really bad. And my mother just always kept, you know, she just, Ralph, I don't want you drinking, I don't want you drinking, and and I never did. And I praise the Lord that she was so convincing that uh, I, I didn't, well, I would get violently sick when I would try to drink. And uh, it just didn't work. I didn't like being that sick. And uh, it was the same way with smoking. Uh, I could smoke, and, and I'd get the worst headache I ever had. And my friend, he said, well, Ralph, you'll get over that. And I said, uh-uh, I ain't getting over that. I don't want that. So, I again, the Lord intervened. He made it so that I couldn't drink because I would just get so deathly sick that I couldn't drink. And uh, same thing with the smoking. And I, I think he was, he was there. That was what he was doing to preserve me. My mother didn't want me going into the military because my brothers had went into the military and she didn't like the results. And so she uh, tried to convince me that I needed to go. If I wasn't going to go to college, I need to go to some school. So she sent me to Tulsa Technical College where I learned about computers. And I didn't have any idea what a computer was. But I got involved in that. And uh, and so then I came home for Christmas and was visiting with my friend. And he said, uh, Ralph, he said, you still running? And I said, well, I do a little bit, not much. And he said, well, they're looking for a half miler at OBU. And he said, maybe you could qualify. So I went and talked to the coach. And I went out and ran for him. And he said, yeah, I can use you. So they gave me a scholarship, and that I, I, I went to OBU on a track scholarship. Then after I got in and everything, well, they, they found another guy, and he was a state champion half-miler, and he was really, really good. And so Coach said, well, I can use both of you at, half mile, at the half-mile, but I could really use somebody at the two-mile. So I went to the two-mile. And I had a good friend, and he was, his name was Kadod, and he was from Canada. And uh, he was a good runner. He was a good two-mile distance runner. And so him and I were one-two team. We won a lot of, a lot of races. But while I was there at OBU, I got involved with the Naval Reserves. So I joined the Navy Reserves. So I spent two years at OBU, and then I decided to go on active duty. And I went on active duty with the Navy, spent two years with them. Uh, but in the meantime, I met a girl 
at OBU, and uh, her and I corresponded for two years. Uh, and then when I came back, well, uh, I married uh, Joyce Narcomy. She became Joyce Hamblin, and uh, we've been married now 40, 41 years. We had two boys, and then after we had went to Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, we we adopted two young a girl and a boy from Pine Ridge, so we had four children. But I know that the Lord has guided me all through those those years that I've walked on this earth. And I would encourage any of you to find Jesus Christ and let Him become the Lord and Master of your life. Those are great words of encouragement, and we hope that you'll take them to heart. There really is nothing this world has to offer that will ever satisfy your soul. And there's no other way to have peace with God than to humble yourself and put your trust in Jesus Christ. As you walk in His path, your life will have new purpose and meaning, and you'll have the joy of bringing honor to your Creator. God tells us in the Bible, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. If you have any questions or comments, you can write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877 4648 That's 877-766-4648. You can also find us online at withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.